And who are we? That's one secret we'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here. Your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to season one, episode 17 of Gossip Guys Max. The season finale of Chasing Summer Part 3. Wait, is it two or three, Andy? There's so many parts to chase. <laughs> I, we've been chasing, I feel like we've been chasing Summer so long. <laughs> well, I mean, for as long as this podcast is gone, we've been chasing Summer. Uh, or we've been chasing Chase. Uh, uh, the Boys Season 1. Now streaming on Amazon Prime. Did you like that? Did you like that? Uh, yeah, we got it. We got it right out at the beginning. That's maybe that's our new. That's the new thing. All right. It took us took us 180 episodes. <laughs> yeah, to figure fi- that out. I finally figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> it was your job all along. Okay. My bad. I'm here. We're here, guys, and we are here. We are here for the season finale of Gossip Guys Max. It has taken about a year, but we finally watched the boys. We did, and uh, and just in time for season two coming out Friday, September fourth. I think that's today. Uh, if we're good at time travel, yeah. If we, if we can, if I can edit quick enough, yeah, that's today. <laughs> and I love talking about future tense like that. Uh, and and uh, and yeah, we will be doing a season two part uh, episode, much like with you, season uh, two. But we will be doing that in I think two weeks time, two Mondays from now. So you'll have a chance to to watch, catch up, watch season one. Here's your this is your refresher recap course, and then watch season two with us, and then we'll talk about it on I want to say September fourteenth. Yes, that, I think that's it. That's I, th- I think that's yeah. everything. I, that's it, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> I think that was everything. <laughs> yeah, but this is just a laundry episode. <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, gonna... I, we're supposed to give the announcements at the end, so they stay for the announcements. Now that they know everything, we're like, okay, but all right. Um, oh no, we have so many, so, so much. much. No, I really, things. I'm excited because you're excited and I feel like you liked a lot more than I did. Oh man. Is it going to be one of those? Again? No, no, no. I just, no, no. I, I liked it. I just feel like you liked it a lot more. I, I did like it a lot more. Um, I think this is going to be a little bit of hyperbole, but you know, I think because most superhero shows, they last too long, they draw out, and then I sort of look on them less favorably over time. But, like, it's really nice that we only have one season of this so far. But, like, this one season is, it, like, I would put it up against any superhero TV show other than, like, Watchmen, and then maybe, like, the best season of, like, Arrow and Flash, maybe. But, like, I'm trying to think, I'm, like, blanking on other super, like, uh, a non- uh, like live action animated shows they're like some really really good ones yeah yeah animated's completely different it's always a different but like I, I think that's how I feel about it like I, this is a, a great show and also it is a great I think we found we found a little bit of Chase I think. oh we found all of Chase we found Chase Chase we, Chase was, has been underwater and he's finally out of the water <laughs> Maybe, maybe in Charlie says he was talking to fish and we just didn't, that's why we didn't understand him. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying, man. He, I want Turner and Hooch with Chase. I want him talking to animals that don't talk back. It was, it, I couldn't stop laughing. It was the greatest thing I ever saw. What the, I, like that, like, uh, it, it was good. Like I, Chase is great. I want, that's the Chase I want. Can we get more Chase like that? 
Well, and this is, and, and in what works with Chase, and I mean, it's it's going back to Gossip Girl and that he works in an ensemble, right? Like, yes. Uh, I, I don't think it's his fault in Eloise or Charlie. I mean, he's not the lead in Charlie Says, but in Eloise or other movies where the movie doesn't work, it, it's not because he's the lead, but I think he, he works really well on ensemble. And I think the boys sort of unlocks a little bit of, of, of what we can do with a pretty white face, right? And I think it, we're playing to all the things that we've been talking about, what we're worried about saying in terms of Chase having no range or just being pretty or and, and, and also just being like the guy that everyone likes. You know, it's, it's a lot like uh, weaponizing Dan and, and Penn Badgley's charm in You and Gossip Girl. They finally, we get to weaponize Chase's charm here with The Deep. Wow, that was, that was deep. That was deep. Uh, I mean, I'm just getting started. Oh, I know you are. I know. I'm excited. I please, please. Get, I want you to come at me. Give me your prompts and your questions. And I have a lot of thoughts. Here, okay. Here's here's what happened. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Okay. I, I think you you, Did you fall asleep again, Aaron. <laughs> no, no. I think I was thinking too much. I think I was. I wasn't enjoying it for the first four episodes. For and because. Really? Yes, I was thinking too much, and I'm trying because I'm trying to figure out this universe. Now we all know we've we've, we've hoped you've watched it. There are going to be spoilers, and let's just start. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ruin everything in this episode. And so I okay. my my yeah. real problem with the first four episodes was I was trying to figure out the universe and the reality of it. And you 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 get this this taste of it where you uh, hear the word. I want to know how they became you know, superheroes and how they get these superpowers. And, they, you know, you hear in the pilot, you know, I was super abled. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That's not... That's We're giving you teases, Aaron. We're giving we're building it up where there's mystery involved. And also, I mean, do you really want the boys episode one to be... It's because it's called the boys, right? It's not called soups. Um, so... Like, that, again, that's... A, that's a, I just didn't know what the show was about. For four episodes, I got that this was idea of of the the you know corporatizing superheroes and superheroes are asshole celebrities, and I got that. And I kind of felt that it was just reiterated for four episodes. So I kind I mean, of like that is the show. That is, and, and I don't know. I didn't have any problem with the world because it felt like it's our world, but with superheroes. Like yeah, all this uh, yeah, but it know, just it, it didn't make any. I just I wanted to know. Why? And so you find out that at first I thought like the compound V was sort of their kryptonite maybe because that's what it kind of felt like they were doing. They were, you know, the the uh, the congressman was kind yeah. of blackmailing them over it. And that's what it felt like at first. Uh, but then you find out that it's what they use to make these super children. And so, yes, and that's when it took a turn. It started getting to more more interesting for me. Um, I when it wasn't like, when I, it wasn't just about you know asshole superheroes. It started. Fair enough. I mean, I was I was in from the pilot. I was in from the opening three seconds when they did the Vought Studios to make it just like Marvel Studios. Yeah, no, I got it. Like, I got it. I, yeah, but like I was just in. I like because it's. I mean, this this is a parody, right? Or like a little bit, but it's also it like, it's it's more of a satire. It's, actually, yes, yes. Because yeah. And it's done so well. Like the opening scene with the t the teens talking about the movies, we're seeing an ad for like the newest uh, translucent movie or whatever, uh, and they're like arguing about what superhero would win in a fight, and it's just so much 
what teenagers like it feels so real to me and then of course and it's also filmed in the way you mentioned in the text like like a movie the cinematography yeah the cinematography was is phenomenal i every every episode feels like a little movie and yeah the effects were pretty impressive for i know it's amazon they have endless pockets but you know even superhero tv shows they always feel a little bit lame in comparison but i and this and this show actually works if it's lame because it's kind of a little bit part of it you know we're gonna we have some lame superheroes we have some you know it, it's it's supposed to be a comedy in some ways too but like they really didn't skimp out on that sort of stuff and then you know these kids are all of a sudden saved by queen Maeve and homelander and it just you I, to me it's just it's it's obviously it's more realistic than marvel that's what this show is like this is actually what would happen yeah no yeah yes yes existed Yes, hundred um, percent. Because people are terrible. Yes, That's the people. Takeaway. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. So at first, I was like, "Do I want to watch this show? Do I care about these people?" That's what I like. They are just terrible. So why did I want to? So it just like I just so didn't. You weren't, you weren't rooting for the boys, or you didn't find uh, you weren't in on uh, Starlight and Huey. No, I wasn't. I was not really getting. I wasn't vibing with anybody. I just feel uh, like yeah. I get what they're saying, you know, and I just, I don't, I, I, I see that and I don't know how much further they can go with just that. So I do. I, is that what you're saying at the beginning or is that what you're saying right now? At the beginning. That's what I felt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. I think there might be two factors that also affected it. I had already seen future episodes. Or like I had seen. A smattering. I've seen some of episode, season twos already because I've worked on them. Okay. And and so I was already expecting to like it. I knew what the show was, and I've also seen stuff like I knew what was going to happen in some ways, which some in some way like is a bummer. But like, uh, but like I, I was familiar with this uh, world. And I think also I am probably just more familiar with sort of superhero tropes. Like that's my, you know, childhood sort of thing. So. Um, it just all like the, I had no questions about the world. I guess like I I was sort of I'm just in like I don't I don't want to know, you know, in the first episode like you know the origin story unless it's like a very cheesy VO documentary thing, which is probably what it would be like, and, and it would be fake, right? Like Homelander's origin would be like the the propaganda piece, which is what they're sort of filming yeah. later in that documentary, and that would that would be a great way to start too. But also, and because it's dishonest, and that's what the show is, or like is showing that, uh, you know, every, everyone is dishonest. <laughs> and, uh, but like, I think we do have someone to root for. You know, I think for me, the show Huey. I listen. I love lo- Huey's yeah. great. I love Jack Quaid. Um, yeah, uh, tell tell the tell the kids who Jack Quaid's uh, parents are. Oh, that would be Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid, and he's yeah. a good actor. He's a yeah, good... I feel like you, you you have to be a good actor because like if you have that in your genes, and then to be able to play someone who has no confidence whatsoever, like that's acting, acting right? Like I feel like if you're born as them, like you've had like, the world. He sort plays of that role very well. Um, I, yeah, I think he, yeah, he works really well as sort of the unwitting, unwilling hero, and there's a lot of growth there. And and actually, here's my first my first question for you. Please, please, is, is Huey Dan? Is Huey Dan? Ooh, Humphrey. Yes, no, I got that. I got yeah. yeah. Oh, other Dan's? Were there any other Dan's? Um, Daniel Humphrey. I mean, yeah, essentially, yeah. He's coming into this world that 
he obviously has always wanted to be in. We see the memorabilia. His A-Train is his favorite guy. Okay. And he's coming into this world knowing not he, – he knows they're bad because he's been told – he hasn't been told, but obviously there's there's rumors. You know, if it's real, they have TMZ and you've heard things about superheroes. Okay. Um, so now he's coming into this world he's always wanted to be a part of and he's realizing it's just awful. But yet well, he doesn't stay I mean, away. Well, he's in it for a far different reason after. It's it's for revenge. That's what this show is about, really. It's about, like, the endless pit of despair that revenge gives you. Um, and there's, like, a lot of quotes that I'm going to throw at you later. But, yeah, like, Huey, I mean, it starts with Huey having this really adorable scene with his girlfriend, Robin. They're going to move in together. And then his favorite superhero just literally runs, runs through her. her. Through her. That to me was the moment where I'm like, okay, this is a great show. Like when it pans and he and she and he's still holding yeah. Yeah. her disembodied hands. And I'm just like The yeah, special effects were up. amazing. And well, and it's just it's just so fucked up. I mean, there's a lot of blood and violence that's like, you know, it's uh what's the word? I mean I mean it's ubiquitous and it's it's in your face, but that's on, on purpose. Like this is Yeah, this isn't this is what would happen if someone ran through you at light speed. Yeah. It's not gratuitous. That's actually what's going to happen. Right. And it's like, especially since you think of these people, especially when they're created and they're not gods, even though that's what they're, they're framed as, but like, these are flawed people that, you know, a train is an addict. That's what we learned. And that's why he made that mistake. He's basically a drunk driver, except for he can, he can drive a thousand miles per hour. That's not safe. That's not safe. No. It's terrifying. Like the, and the idea, and what's so scary about it is that this was just one person, right? It's obvious, like, when they have the person come, give them the NDA, the 45000 which is, like, no money to them. And why then, didn't hit the parent? Why did the parents take any money? That There were some legal issues I had. I had some oh, questions. yeah, I, I'm not sure. Well, they mentioned, they mentioned Robin's parents. They did, but it's like, why would they offer him money? Wouldn't the money go to her parents? I don't know. I think, I think that is accurate. Uh, yeah. That That's probably a mistake, but like, I don't know if I care, you know, um, maybe, maybe I think they did mention her parents. But they did. Yeah, they did. Like if they had mentioned that like Robin's parents were already dead, then maybe it would have made sense. But yeah, something. I get it. It's about it's Huey's story. It's the boys. I got I it. Think, well, and yeah, it's that. And also I think it's more of like, they, they knew like Robin's parents buckle took the money. They knew that Huey was maybe the one that they had to deal yeah. with too, right? They had to deal with everyone. I think they did. They probably did the same scene with the parents. We just don't see it because we don't care. Probably. Um, we don't. And uh, so, his father, uh, Simon Pegg, great. That's- yeah, well, yeah. And, and it's a nice Star Trek reunion, the new Star Trek, because Carl Urban plays Butcher. And so we got Bones and uh, Scotty you know showing up they they get one scene together i don't think they have any sort of stupid joke about it but no um no. but uh but yeah simon Pegg was definitely off type right like he's normally i mean i guess not really he sort of plays like a no he's plays, yeah he's like a it's like it's like what if his uh character from mission impossible you saw him as the father out on the weekend without tom cruise that's well, what I think, well, no, I think, well, if he didn't, if he didn't have that life in Mission Impossible, I think it's more yeah. like Shaun of the Dead, Simon Pegg, if he never grew out of his house, but, and he had a kid, you know, basically like sort of, he's just a scared, uh, man and we're all scared and he's, you know, sent that fear to Huey and is making pizza rolls and watching Remington Steel for their lives because that's all they God, that sounds, think they yeah. can do. 
Um, and was is, Huey, yeah, so Huey's many... working in the last electronic store in New York? Yeah, he's... I mean, he makes a joke about Circuit City, but I'm like, there's Wait, yeah, like, you, where are you working? Yeah, like, you, it's not even Radio Shack. It's like Larry's Electronics. Right, and like, but apparently people still, well, I mean, people still buy like TVs and stuff in person, but like, although, I don't know, in the city, do you do that? Like, do you really want to be carrying that around or yeah. having to deliver it? Like, if they're going to deliver it anyway, just order it online. I think that, yeah. But like, I think that just shows you how out of place and outdated he sort of is. Or like, yes, yeah, all his um, his band T-shirts, of course. So you know, it just shows you it show it's it's all these little things about who he is. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and we need to have him to be a tech guy because he he then becomes the the trope of the hacker. Yes, you know, every every or like he doesn't actually hack really, but he sort of he actually does that one time with uh, pop claw or claw whatever the in the K with the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, they need they need a reason for him to be around other than just be sort of pretty and awkward and make jokes and be the everyman. Um, but so yeah, so that it's it's doing a lot of like the ep- first episode is very much like a hero's journey, like B- butcher as the threshold guardian, but he's you know not your traditional one of course because he's you know swearing and has a crazy accent and is very violent um, and 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 I mean he's the sort of the scene stealing guy. I think he. I think as the show goes on, I get a little bit tired of it, of him, because it's a little bit one note, but we do learn more toward the end of the season about, you know, Becca and, and why he is the way he is. Yeah, the end of the season was rough. The end of the season, yeah, I mean, there's just so much to talk about. Let's uh, let's talk about... Yeah, ask me some questions. Well, let's talk a little bit about Chase. So um, He was ripped. He is ripped. He has been working out and he is ripped. Good for him. But why? Why is that? Like, I think that's why is that your first takeaway that he's hot? I mean, is I, I think that's. I mean, that's why they hire him, right? So he can be. No, like, I don't. I don't know. He no. He's always been a good looking guy, but he looks like he's been working out. I, he, that's a real. I, it's a good for him. You know, he really well, w- looks like a superhero. Right. I mean, you. I think you kind of have to. Yeah. Also, it's it's part of his character, right? Because yeah. he's this pretty boy sex addict, yeah. basically, who gets whatever he wants, and then he. We, I mean, he has a, quite the journey that we're, you know. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm admiring his work ethic is what I'm saying. You know, he really, okay. he really took to the part. He's really, he really, he wasn't that ripped in, in Gossip Girl or Eloise or he really took to it. And I really admire Fair that. Fair enough. It's a work yeah, ethic. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 uh, he, yeah, he, he went CW superhero on it. And I think that's sort of what. That's why they, I think that's why they chose him too. Um, and, you know, cause this is, you know, I, I knew the second he came on and was introduced like as the deep during the speech, like this is the chase, like he's sucking up that fan love and he's being so, you know, it, he's being so fake, but like, but so like you, you, you believe it because you want to believe it. Cause here's this pretty face. He's very charismatic. Like, yeah, but he also, like, there's just something off about him, and I think that was sort of what we were, like, I think the show veers into his offness, like, in a way, like, his inability to, you know, evoke emotion, I think is still there in this, but it actually works yeah. because the deep isn't human, necessarily, and, and it's sort of like, he doesn't know who he is. And he has uh, to go deep to find the, to really get there, and that's what you really find out. He's got to go all yeah, the way to I mean, Sandusky. We, well, we have to obviously talk about what starts it. You know, he starts as, you know, Chuck Bass, Harvey Weinstein. He basically, 
we didn't talk about Starlight yet, but Starlight gets brought up to the seven, which is basically the Avengers, except for it's all about marketing and money, which that's what would real life. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what would happen. Now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, toys I mean, they and, even did that in the Avengers. There were toys and stuff. So yes, I mean, that's what would happen. It's just. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, and he basically uses his, you know, his power or that she's the new, the new uh, hero and girl and threatens her place and basically forces you know he rapes her sexual assault um we i don't know if it's i think it's just basically oral sex but like we don't see it we don't need to see it uh and then this is it's it's a very hard place to put you know to be i think to be any well to be that character and then it's like okay but now we're going to actually have more of the deep right it's like is this uh and we're going to talk about a little bit with i think the fan fiction that you you scrapped yes. up it's the idea of like does this guy is this a redempt redemption tour for a guy who doesn't deserve it or is it more just like let's peek in under the hood and see why this person exists and i think that's more what happens like i don't think we're like trying to feel bad for the deep. no not I at think. all he, um, he... And, and no one no one is rooting for the deep but he can still be really funny like when he's talking to He's the world's worst sea protector, right? Like every time he tries to help someone, they die. And it's hilarious. <laughs> the dolphin was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. The dolphin wanted to fuck him too. And it was just like yeah. perfect because that's like reinforcing the whole thing, right? Like everyone wants to fuck him. Yes. And, and so yes. why why you can't, like, of course, he doesn't understand that Starlight doesn't want to, right? Because that's not, not a thing that he understands. Because even fish want to fuck him, you know? Like, it's not just most women that see Chase Crawford in the deep and, you know, in the spandex, you know? Uh, it's it's the, the dolphin that he's trying to save from ocean land. And and, and, he, and he's just like, no, I'm trying to save you. And he just, like, the dolphin wants him to stick, a, like, a hand somewhere. And you're like, oh, my God. Uh, no wonder <laughs> this guy is so screwed up. And then, yeah, of course, when he has to stop and then the dolphin just gets crushed by a truck. <laughs> Uh, I love the lobster. Oh, lobster! Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's and it's just sort of like, and it, it it is to me. This is, I mean, not the sexual assault part, but that stuff is sort of the Aquaman of my childhood. Like, that's the Aquaman I remember, and it's sort of it's hard to imagine that Jason Momoa is actually Aquaman. Like, he's just so different from like, you know, Aquaman to me was always sort of a sad, you know. Uh, joke you know and that's what this this the deep is um kevin kevin's uh, his real name apparently like say it again kevin kevin is his real name kevin is his real i mean according to the fan fiction we don't know (laughs) (laughs) uh i call him the deep the like the is his first name and deep is his last name i uh yeah, well, this this show, again, recognizes, like, what we've been saying. Chase is good with comedy, but also, I mean, he's dealing with a lot of self-hatred now in this, and that's where we're going at the end, like, with the gills, and when he, like, that shaving scene, what, is, what are your thoughts on the shaving scene? That yeah, episode, he... I think that's episode eight, right? Yes, that's episode eight. Yeah, that was episode eight, and that's the end. That's the last we see him. We see him... You know, uh, you know, apologize in air quotes for his sexual assault, and he gets uh, exiled to Sandusky, Ohio, where there's no crime. Um, and he realizes he starts to realize things about himself, and he wants to to fix them. And the way he sees them is to erase it, 
and that part of part of erasing is part of erasing his good looks and he starts shaving his hair and his entire body and but then really it's about aerodynamics for when he's swimming right i mean that would make sense uh, i think it's also it's like a rebirth moment yes right? or like uh, yes you know, whenever yes Whenever you shave and, and get a haircut, I mean, for me, like, I've been actually planning to shave my beard off for a while now. I haven't done it yet. What? But Why? I, I mean, because I just, I, you know, it's just sort of a nice, yeah, it's you nice to get. Need a break. Nice yeah. Need some, need some air. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Get some air and just want to get, get some fresh air on there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, no, it, it's, also, a, it's a, cleans- yeah. it a it's a cleansing. It is a cleansing. It's, it's, it's a cleansing. It's, it's. Uh, a new you it's a it's a different person you see it as a different person um yeah it's a rebirth and well and i mean it's it's step one of a million because he obviously he didn't even apologize no and he he still you know he he came there and he was gonna just he still wanted to be he still thinks he deserves like a fleet of people or like you know like he deserves a you know more responsibility um I mean, there's a reason that he's only called in for the aqua crimes, right? Yeah, when there's a lake or something by water. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and of course, they sent him to Ohio where, where I guess they there's no water. There is a lake. I mean, Lake yeah. Michigan is, is there? Is that near? It's like Lake Erie is lake, right there. Okay. So, like, yeah. there was water, but it's still like, uh, it's, not a, it's not a coast, which is where. You'd think no, there's no ports like, coming in. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No ports. Uh, he, his range is a lot less, and, and the and the fish that he can hang out with are a lot less uh, cool, probably. Yeah. You know, he can't be hanging out with any sharks or whatever he does. No, no. The lobster um, he was going to be friends with just got stabbed. That was so good. That was funny. I, well, yeah, and he, he's so gross, but uh, uh, like the character is. But Chase is really good at being that. Yes, and, he is good at I this. Think, and yes, he's like, good at being, his... you know, smug and uh, arrogant, and it works for him. Well, and I, yeah, I think I think there's like he's uh, the character. The deep says, "I want to do something with more substance." He says that, mm-hmm. and that to me felt like coming from Chase himself, right? Like I think Gossip Girl, they gave the least to Chase to do of any person on the show, right? And and we could say most of it wasn't substance, even what like what they were giving to everyone, probably. I think Blair and Dan probably got the most to play in that show. Um, but this 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 felt like the more su- the most substantive role. I mean, it was within you know the second scene. This is more than we've ever seen Chase do. Yeah, I I really like Chase in this. I want to see more Chase. Of uh, I want to see. I think he'd be maybe maybe he missed his time. Maybe he would have been good in like you know the uh, an eighties villain, a Wall Street smug person. Oh, he'd be great in like a corporate comedy or or like you know those Secret of My Success, your favorite Michael J. Fox movies, as sort of the foil or the the uh, you know the one who has the who is the boss or yes yeah. the young bro who has what you want kind of thing, but he's a dick about it, basically. Um, in, in Wedding Crashers, he's sack. You know, he's yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yes, Bradley Cooper, yes. Um, yeah, and I think I think that is a, a place that you could be for sure. I mean, it's kind of a Zac Efron spot um, a little bit. Um, and I think I think that is sort of, uh, you know, we're not the, put him in a box, but that is sort of, one, that is a box that he can play, I think. And this one, 
I mean, this one we're getting like commentary on him as a sex symbol. I mean, like, because like he's just a prop even to the fan, right? Like the woman who comes there just wants to stick her fingers in his. Oh, in his and gills. the gills, yeah, yeah. And, just... and it's just and it's hurting him, and it's just like, and he he clearly does like he looks at the mirror and hates himself. That's what he says, you know. And he sees those gills which are so well made they're so sort of gross looking but like very cool uh and and like just like it makes sense you know oh this guy has fucking gills yeah know? and i thought he was he was getting a little too close to him. was like shaving the gills a little bit i was like careful man i don't want to like you know snip the gills a bit i was like that's well, I mean, yeah i mean it's the same thing of like shaving your genitalia which <laughs> yeah. terrifies me yeah. you know like yeah so like um it, 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 yeah, and I think in a way it, it could have led to that because it might have been a little bit of a self mutilation. Yeah, that's what I thought uh, it was going for, but yeah, we didn't get and, there. And, I mean, we might still go there. I mean, I have a little bit of an idea of where he goes uh, in season two, and I think it's like a really, uh, it's 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 another perfect thing for the deep to be doing and for Chase to have to deal with because I'm sure he has in, in sort of his Hollywood thing because that's the the thing the superhero is a metaphor for I mean it's a metaphor for Hollywood and government and politics and I mean it just is it is and it's right it's yeah those. um but there's just uh yeah there's there's too much stuff to talk about here let's see let's see if we can go back let's talk about some of the guest stars here. First Let's off, talk about uh, Elizabeth Shue. Let's talk about Elizabeth Shue. Okay, yeah, that was your fave, and she's great. I don't know uh, why do I want to watch season two now if she's not in it. I really am disappointed uh, that she's not yeah. going to be in it. I thought her uh, was, character was great. I thought she played it well. I, I, I miss her. You were aroused by it. You can yes, be yes, yes. I was. It was great, and uh, I, I'm gonna go watch Karate Kid. That's what I want to do. Yeah, she she has a very interesting role. And yeah, a very, I mean, such a good death scene, like fucked up. Yeah, that uh, was nuts. And sad. Um, and I think we'll we'll get there too. Like, I mean, we've sort of done the chase part, but like we're yeah. here now. We're with the boys. So let's uh, let's hang out with the boys for a little bit. Um, but, but like, I think what's so good about Elizabeth Shue and actually all the women on the show is that what I realized is, sure, the, the, the show is called The Boys, but the women have the power in this show. Stillwell is, you know, until we see Edgar at the very end, Gian, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yes, great. great uh, he is basically the highest, head is, like the highest honcho we see at Vought. Starlight is our, you know, the superhero that we're following, and it's her empowerment story, which I found very moving. Yeah. And sort of like, I was just like, fuck yeah. She's right. kind of like the audience, or we're taking the journey with her. They're both new people to us. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same with Huey and Starlight, but like one is the normal version and one is the soup version. But also, it's sort of male and female, also, obviously. Uh, and then, but we see Rainer, who, uh, you know, basically in the you know FBI or something, and she's obviously a badass person of power. And then Mallory is someone that is talked about for so long, but we only get a glimpse of her at the end, but she clearly started this whole thing and she was sort of the leader. So it's like, and then we have Queen Maeve who has her own bag of problems, but she's basically Wonder Woman, but like a disillusioned, like, you know, sad version because, uh, you know, of the terrible, you know, what she's, she's in this, cause she's in the seven for tw yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Um, Oy. And, and I thought her relationship with Starlight was one of my favorite things to sort of watch evolve. Because uh, it was like the classic women sort of uh, defeating each other and then becoming allies. Um, although 
toward the, I mean, it's still sort of, she still sees herself as unable to be saved, but she at least thought she could save Starlight with a nice little speech there at the end. Um, but, but yeah, like, cause it's, yeah. And then Kamiko is basically Wolverine. Yes. Uh, she was great. Uh, she, she's, uh, she's like X 23, I guess. Like if you saw Logan, like the, <laughs> yeah. the girl, um, basically. And, uh, and she is great. And I think, I mean, she definitely humanizes Frenchie who was just sort of like, uh, especially at the beginning. Like, I think he was just too Frenchy. Like I, I couldn't, I mean, I know we're not supposed to understand everything that he says, but it was just sort of like, okay, you're like too much of a stereotype, even though I know that's kind of the point. Oh, I didn't feel but, that at all. I thought he just felt like he didn't want to get in fucking butcher shit again. Like nobody wants to deal with butcher again. It's always the rabbit hole with butcher. That's what and, I felt. And then they have a fucking superhero that they've uh, stolen, and kidnapped. So yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, and yeah, and I think Frenchie has like a really cool like. I mean, him just basically falling for her immediately. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but I think you know it's cute, uh, and it, it gives him. It just softened him up because I think he was just a guy who fucks everybody and does a lot of drugs, and that's you know that's a fun life for a little bit. But. Uh, yeah. I mean, because it happened like I think they met her in the exact same episode where he was like talking. To. Who's he talking to about women? Oh, Mother's Milk. Who, oh. like MM, who's great. Oh, I love that. Uh, La- Laz Alonzo like... is great. I love him. He's I always, always see him in good What's stuff. Where's he from? Um, I've seen him in shows. Like I've seen him. I've seen him play like. Co- I think he was like a detective in some show that I remember him. Um, he was in the movie Jumping the Broom, which is about a couple getting married and like bringing their families together. Um, and uh, I've just seen him in some movies. Yeah, he's a good actor. I like him a lot. Yeah. Well, I think he's like the heart of the show, uh, in a way. Um, and which like, well, and I guess they sort of all of them are except for Butcher. <laughs> yeah. Butcher has just been destroyed by Homelander, but mostly by himself. Right. Like that's the, the, the main sort of thematic thing here is just like, I, 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 I don't, I don't think it was him that I, I think he, I don't I know. I she, she's still alive. So did I mean he what did you I does he just stop he, yeah, I guess you just stop looking at so do you just stop looking? Do you stop trying to well, trying to find out what happens? Well, no, I see I think I understand like I understand the impetus, especially, you know, the character like he's yeah. never going to give up and he thinks that he he has been wronged whether she's alive or not and he think and he a part of it was his hope, right? He doesn't he's never actually yes. seen the body. So as long as it's up in the air, he is going after her. And he also just knows it sort of uncovered the conspiracy of all conspiracies of like, Oh, Homelander is not captain America. He is a rapist. He's basically Adolf Hitler's like ideal youth, except for has Superman's powers, which is like the scariest thing ever. Uh, and because he has all this sort of charm that goes with that and everyone just, and also you can't talk back, right? This is no. someone you can't... You He'll can't, laser like, your eyes, you yeah. The only person who had any sway on him, he burned his eye. Yeah, he burned her eyes up because she lied to him. And, like, she she was the, the closest anyone came to being able to sort of manipulate slash have him in, like, sort of control him, kind of. Okay, is her, uh, is, is her baby his baby, right? I don't think so. Because no, I think, okay. 
I, I, I think he would he wouldn't be cavalier about Teddy at the end. Although I don't think he gives a shit. I'm like, well, he does care about his son. Yeah, think, but then he like cares at the end. But so he knew the whole time. No, he didn't. No, he didn't know the whole time about Becca. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. How? No, he didn't. He he. Uh, they said that he went back to Vogelbaum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And got so the he truth. did not know, but it was the, it was the lie was that it was like the last straw. And also in this scenario, it was just sort of badass of like, oh, you're gonna blow up the person I care about. Well, I'm just gonna kill her first, and now what do you have? Um, and then because he's sadistic as hell, he brought her or he he brought him to see Becca alive with his child alive, which is like the worst way that Becca could be alive, right? Yeah, it's that. Yeah. Um, and, and also that she's alive and well, but somehow never reached out, you know? And that's where, you know, obviously season two doesn't have a lot to do with that. So, I uh, well, in your question, I don't, I just don't know if he did, does he kill himself by just trying to keep going and looking for her and keeping that hope alive? Is that? I'm just saying it's not about that anymore. It became about revenge or about taking down Homeland. But that's what, about- yes, that's, that's. So how, when does it stop though? It, the the impetus for it stop. for that's that the that's the thing that's the impetus for that revenge is him still having hope and looking for her and you know I think it's an excuse right like he can kill anyone now like he killed he just pulverized Haley Joel Osment's face just because you know it he got in the way of this mission which he says is about yeah. Becca right but and I think it is it certainly was. But it's it's now it's just more about blood, you know. It's 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 a yeah 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 okay yeah. So we're he he so we're meeting him where it's about blood now. He's finally yes. you know okay yeah. He, and then I think that's what Huey recognizes, and that's why he leaves. You know, he's like, no, I'm gonna go and save, you know, my friends, and and not follow you down the rabbit hole. Uh, and that's sort of, you know, and, and he's the one who brought him into the rabbit hole in the first place because he, he used him right like like yeah. Huey says like you're you're like me robin but he doesn't care about robin that's true butcher does not he just he just wanted huey because he was useful uh and he proved to be way more useful i think than butcher ever sort of imagined um especially <laughs> with the starlight stuff um let's see well so see, so yeah we're sort of on the the revenge train so i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask a couple things on that like um please Let's see where. Okay, here's a, a nice quote that Mallory says. Well, first off, which would you choose, bird watching or alcoholism? Uh, alcoholism. I knew you would say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've, I've I've looked at birds and I'm like, I'm gonna have a drink now. And I think <laughs> that would so be. You'd be, a, you'd be a bird. You'd be an alcoholic bird watcher. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a great uh, time to talk to our sponsor. That is a great time. All right. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about revenge. All right. And we are back for more of the boys. Um, I've already exhausted Aaron and I'm about to exhaust you guys, but part two, let's keep going. Yeah. Let's talk about, we were talking about revenge. So, uh, revenge. Yeah. And so Mallory, after, you know, she chose bird watching over alcoholism and I think I would like to think I would choose the same thing, but after what she went through, I don't know if I would, uh, losing her family. I just, yeah, I just don't see bird watching as like very, uh, consolable. I think the problem is like 
that it's those two options. Like, let's choose a third hobby, you know? <laughs> like, I don't uh, get – I mean, we could, I could do a whole podcast. I don't understand people with birds. I don't get it. Like, oh, there's a bird in the room. Uh, I, I, birds are beautiful and birds are great. Like, I'm, I'm into them, but I wouldn't uh, – Yeah, they're, they're, they're great and they're, they're, they're fun to look at for, like – I just don't know if I could do a whole day or like a whole like have it. I'm not gonna. I don't see it as a pet for me, you know. Well, it's not, well, it's certainly not. A, I mean, that's not what bird watching is. Uh, a lot of people like I have friends that have birds, and yeah, it's not. It's not a thing that I want because whenever I visit it, I'm just like, oh god, I don't want it to land on me and poop on me. But yeah, but no, and I, I, I if I so lived where Mallory lived in that in that yeah. woods, it'd be awesome to watch some birds for like you know ten minutes a day while I'm drinking. I think I think I would be totally into. I want to go bird watching at least once. Like I'm down for sort of anything, but like especially like just to be in nature. That's yeah. I don't see why I'm not. Yeah, I would totally walk around the woods with like a flask. But like, why do you have to have a flask to walk around nature? Because everything's better with a whiskey. That's no. That that's not, that is the alcoholic uh, <laughs> coming out there. That's not true. Uh, that's not true. Um, that's a different, like, maybe we need to, that's like what we'll have to talk about in season two, your, your whiskey. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, okay. I will, I will be made, speaking of my alcoholism, I will be making a uh, last word and I'll post it on the Instagram. That Ooh, is the, the, jink, yeah, the drink, the drink of, of chasing summer. The, the jink, yes, exactly. And so, let's see, I guess she says after that, it's sort of that vengeance isn't the path to glory. It's a one-way ticket to a dead end where... You're watching birds essentially or drinking um by yourself and i think we both agree on that we sort of yeah. talked about that a lot in gossip girl there's a lot of sort of revenge narratives in that show too it's this never-ending thing of like oh you fucked me over i'm gonna fuck you over that's how our politics feels like that's how our world feels like too um but in this case these people have superpowers so it's um, unless unless you have like a plan for your revenge where you know, you're going to end it at some point, then, you know. How does that work? You, if you end if, if, if you end the revenge and you had a plan to do it, that, that means that you probably did something to get back at the person, which then that person, that person didn't end it. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, you just fucked me over. I'll, I'll forgive you. We're good. No, then that creates another tit for tat going back the other way. That's how it keeps going back and forth. Um, and that's sort of, I mean, it's, I mean, it gets into the sort of what the the government is, or it's actually what Vought is doing with playing with the government and creating these superheroes in the first place. And they're, they're products and they're making money, but then they create a, they create superhero, super terrorists, right? And yeah. they create villains. They are literally creating villains, no different than the U.S. government will do to get money for defense, to get money for the economy and and also provide someone that we can all blame an easy an easy target and in this in this scenario and i don't think it's any different than the real world it's like literally created from by you know homelander he put them in labs to do it and then it, like he said it's it, it guarantees sequel after sequel and to me that's what the middle east feels like and that's what a lot of the politics feels like it's this movie franchise that's horrible that we can't get out of because we we just keep we were addicted to these villains, uh, this red and blue, this black and white view of the world, uh, and we're and it's it, it takes both people, both sides, both. It doesn't have to be sides. It, it should be a continuum, right? We're all different, or and slash we're all the same. 
Uh, and uh, I don't know. There's my rant that I'm going to pause a little bit on because I don't have, it has nothing really to do with what we're talking about. So, so thanks for coming back after our sponsor, Anchor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Anchor, <laughs> Anchor.fm sponsored that rant. That was an Anchor.fm sponsored rant. Um, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I get it. It's just, it's, it is, yeah, it's constant back and forth and yeah, you know, don't let's, let's not, why don't we not put, you know, uh, super DNA in children? How about let's not do that? How about let's not do that? Well, let's certainly not do it and pick and choose and like say it's God's wish and your chosen ones. And like, then you still have to audition to get in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. It, it, like I was so mad, like when that coming up for starlight and then, you know, that scene with her mom where it's just like, no, this isn't my dream. This is your dream. Yeah. And that felt really, no, it, yes, it was very real. Perfect. Yeah. And, and cause yeah, starlight is sort of that, you know, the miss wind jammer, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. woman who like would yeah. draw like wanting to, you know, save the world, but it was also sort of programmed into her and literally injected it into her too yeah and the mom was just you know a football dad and so that's like i don't want your life from the mom probably the mom always wanted to be a superhero right well it's, yeah. uh, it's probably like one of those things like oh well they didn't have these drugs when i was a kid yeah like, uh uh and it's sort of i mean it's the same yeah it's the same reason that dads force their kids to you know play football or you know push them to get in the nfl where they didn't or whatever it is you're trying to make up for your failings through your kid and that's uh, not good. Uh, it won't end well on either end. And But, like, I think Starlight, she does want to be a hero, though. Like, and that is, and she has a responsibility, right? And and what she said, like, I loved when she came uh, to get Huey, and she's like, oh, yeah, I just remembered I'm a fucking superhero. And it's just like, and she can do, I mean, it's going to be really hard to basically fight the man from both fronts, but, like, that's sort of, her, you know, journey going forward, which is cool. Um, there was a, there's a great line actually uh, in the scene between Huey and Starlight, like after the church when they're arguing, and uh, and, she, and and Huey says that she saved him, and she, uh, she said that's not saving you, that's being there. And I thought that is that's yes. the, what's different about that. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's sort of. I think obviously, you know, there's, I think, I think that's what all, what we can all do, right? We can't, you know, necessarily save the world or save a person. Um, just be there. be there. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, that's, you know, we've certainly, I have struggled with, and I, I think you have as well, like what we can do during this time, but that's, I think why we brought back the podcast of like, well, at least we can be here <laughs> and, uh, and we can, you know, hear rants, and you and you can get mad at me, and I can get mad at you, but we but can we're, all. We're here, but we're life. here. Yeah, but we're here, and it's not. That's not changing. Um. And, and I think the only what we want to avoid is be Doctor Vogelbaum, right? We don't want to, to regret every man. and to regret every wrong decision you made. Right. I'm. An, I'm just an old man thinking about those mistakes. Oh and, God, that was just and, no. And like you see his house, and you know most people are like, "Oh my God, what a life!" And it's just like, like he is clearly miserable. 
you know, it's the other side of the coin. Mallory was on the other side, and they're both miserable and alone. Uh, but the question really comes down to, though, did they do what they wanted? If they did what they wanted, then I don't feel bad for them for feeling the way they feel. You know? They, they, they... I think I think he clearly did what he wanted, but he, he was arrogant and sort of... Uh, so yes, then I, then I, yeah, I don't feel bad that he made the, these. He right. should he yeah, he should he, live he, with these mistakes, and that's yeah. Right, it's sort of like the song, like yeah, and uh, when I love you know he's he basically is like talking about his mistakes, and and Homelander's like I'm the world's greatest superhero. What do you mean? And he's like you're my, my biggest, biggest failure. Yeah, and and that's I mean keep in mind like that's who that's Homelander's dad, right? He's yeah. created a lab. And literally God, actually. So this is like a God-Jesus-Christ thing. There's a lot of religion floating in this. I mean, not only with just the Believe Expo, but just sort of the superhero-as-God religious aspect to this. Um, I thought was sort of interesting. Like, there's a lot going in on the show, a lot more than you, you'd think. I think the title needs to be better, but other than that... <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is a lot in the show. I, I, I did... I, I did enjoy it. I don't want you to think I didn't enjoy it. I just no, no, no. I, yeah, no. I, I I agree. You know, um, um and I and I'm very excited to see season two, and I I'm excited to see more of Chase, and I'm excited to see where he goes with the character, and I just I was looking at his at, at his IMDb as we chase summer. And I just see some choices that he's making. The movie is just, I don't think he's making good choices. And I think that's the problem. I, I think it's sort of both, like, he, he hadn't made good choices, but he also wasn't given very many. Yeah. It's not, I don't think he was like Dr. Vogelbaum, right? Where, like, he had the pick of the litter or could do whatever he wanted, and he sort of, he fucked up. It's more like he took what he could get, but maybe he should have waited a little bit and I, I, or worked on, you know, uh, or something. I don't know. Like, but like, I guess we can't argue, right? Cause the journey, maybe he, he probably has no regrets. Cause right now he's the deep he, and he's on the boys. Yeah. Like that's a pretty good spot to be like, uh, and of the, you know, I, I think, I know you will say you is, is better than the boys. I think you is also more of a, you, you show. Yeah. yeah. Than the boys. Um, but I think they're like to me they're really hard to choose between which show. They're I two like very more. different shows. Like, they are very right, right. like yeah. I, I I tend I I I would tend to go more towards the thriller. You know I, I need a little well, more like the murder. Yeah, sort of, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm with you. I think you and they're both hilarious. And, yeah, they're, they're both hilarious. funny. And it's just and it's just like with the boys. I started to get more interesting when there was more of it. Wasn't just seeing these you know asshole superheroes. You know, it was more of a, a twist. Yeah. Right. And, and I think, well, I guess my point was not to, I mean, not to necessarily compare them, but be like, this is a big move for Chase. Like, like two years ago, we were sort of, where's, where, you know, where's Chase? And, and we were sort of looking to his movies, but it was the boys is, you know, where Chase, I think, is sort of, uh, that's the, not that he is making a comeback, but it's sort of like, this is, this is, there was another great role in Chase, I think, uh, which is great. And that's what we, you know, that was very invigorating. And I think that's why I'm so energetic. It was very invigorating to see that with Penn Badgley, right? Yes. Uh, and we were sort of like, what, you know, what's going with, on with Penn? Like, what's happened? And then you happens and you're like, and it, and it sort of 
the whole picture changed, right? It sort of everything made sense in his career and all the other movies. We could just sort of see the glimmers of it. And then and this one, I think, is sort of the same sort of uh, sea change and how we're going to talk about Chase going forward. And, you know, if we're comparing the cast, and that's sort of what we do, we sort of are playing fantasy, you know, armchair quarterback on their careers and where they're at. And it, it now feels like Chase has gone from, you know, we would have thought, last place and to like you know neck and like not i think penn is probably there like uh, he's like th- i think chase we're at third place i think we definitely third third yeah i mean yeah we got third place so like blake yeah. lively is still ahead of him yeah yeah i think we go blake penn and then chase yeah but like yeah uh that might be true i think for me the difference between chase and the other two is that i think blake lively and penn badgley have more come into their own outside of the show in terms of using their voice. And, and I think people like they, they are more open and I think talkative and vocal on issues and things like that. And, and also I just think their persona, they actually have a persona. Whereas Chase, I don't like, I think it sort of was just hot dude. Yeah. I think like, he needs, I yeah. I think he needs to find like his comedy guy brand. Right. And I, I think, and I think now, Hopefully, he like the deep will give him more confidence to then come out more in terms of uh, his stuff if he wants to. You know, it's not like who cares if you don't want to go on social media, don't do it. You know, I, I it's a terrible place in a lot of ways. Um, but it's sort of like I think that maybe is the difference between the two. Whereas I think Penn and Blake almost have a fully operational like. I guess it's sort of like a. I mean, it sounds very cynical, but sort of like a plan or like a persona slash. They have a brand, know. a brand and the, a strat, a strategy, of, you know. Yeah. And I think that I think that that is where I think that's that's the issue here. I think Chase's representation is not being there for him. That's true. Maybe his representation was thinking about him in the same way that we were, which is yeah. Uh, like, and that is the. Uh, or like in a lot of people, like sort of the outdoor uh, outside perspective. And I've actually, you know, a lot of agents and managers, like any conversation I've had about them or with other people, it always feels like these agents and managers aren't actually fans of the person that they're representing. And to me, that feels like what I would want, right? That's what you want. You want someone to be a fan of you who will fight for you and also believe in you. And also be like, if Chase comes to them and be like, Hey, I want to be, you know, X. Like, what's what's something weird that you wouldn't think Chase could do? Um, um a like, sculptor. Like, uh, sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I like that's a little bit off the map, but I like it. But yeah, and and and, and if like the manager would be like, okay, you want someone to be like, all right, I, I'm you got me. Like, show me what you're thinking. And instead of no, you're not a sculptor. You're a pretty boy. So here, do this, you know, makeup commercial or whatever the fuck it is. Um, and, and I feel like maybe that is sort of, he was pigeonholed. And I think this show is very self-aware about what Chase is to a lot of people. And it sort of shows what happens to those people, perhaps. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have I have one last question. And... Uh, one two. One is one is slightly like his punishment. The deep's punishment is to get. He gets a hotel room in Sandusky. Yeah. He gets per, he gets per diem. It's <laughs> time to write his memoir. For me and you, that's probably the dream punishment, right? Like, yeah. 
it's but it's obviously the worst for him. It's obviously punishment is always directed to who you're going. But I was just like, oh, you know, like that's uh, you just like we you always say Iowa, like Ohio is the same. It's, thing, same, right? yeah. it's the same idea. <laughs> Quiet, nothing. I could yeah, I could finish finish the memoir. I yeah, it'd be great. Deeper. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was yeah. great. I yeah, I'm really excited for for Chase. I'm happy and for. Then, uh, let's see. One, one more, well, one more thing we didn't talk about. We talked a little bit about Haley Joel Osment, and he was great. As oh, he was, the guest stars were great. The cast was great, and the guest stars were great. Well, can we, can we at least bring up our boy, Billy Zane? I right? We, 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 yeah. Two episodes. <laughs> yeah, Billy Zane, man, Billy Zane, great, loved it. Loved it. I just like it. It came once Billy Zane showed up. I'm like, and I actually kind of knew he did. I just forgot. Um, and so that was that was delightful to see him. Uh, and this is yeah, this is a show that's a testament to Seth Rogen actually and and Evan Goldberg because they produced it. They didn't. They're okay. Not, yeah. They're creators. Um, but like they did, you know, they do Preacher. And it was a graphic was, novel, right? It was a comic or. Yeah, the boys okay. is a graphic novel. Okay. By, I believe Garth Ennis. Yes. Uh, who, was great and then this uh, was developed by uh the guy who did supernatural yeah eric kripke yes. uh and i mean i are you a supernatural guy Have no ever... i never got into it i never no. how many seasons did it end on i think getting, like, it's 15? like 13 and i th- yeah i think there's like two more episodes i just saw they're back in production yeah I, yeah it's, it's a good good for padalecki man good for him you know, I mean, yeah, it was a show I was interested in when it was on like season four and I heard it was good, but I like, I didn't get to it. And now it's like, no, I'm never, yeah, it's, I'm sorry. Sounds like uh, a lot. It's too much. Uh, and yeah, it doesn't interest me that much also. Yeah. Um, but I think and I, I was, yeah, I, without seeing it, like the boys feels like a night, it makes sense for Eric Kripke to then have gone from this to the, like, and this is like the far more like adult, like you know, I, it's still genre and all that stuff. Definitely seems like in his ballpark. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, this is, this is a, this is a, this is a question that I'm scared to ask because I think it's like, uh, I mean, we're here now. So yeah. So ask it. I'm going to ask it. So, uh, (laughs) and this is, this is unfair. Like this isn't, I don't even know. This is just a thought I had. So let's just go on the thought. Like Chase is great as you know basically you know a me too awful guy right yeah and we know that he has i mean he's no doubt seen that person often in hollywood and where i'm getting to is where we you know we often don't talk about and that's ed westwick and that he sort of had a front row seat perhaps to what the deep might basically be right um except for without you know he's actually played by chase crawford doesn't have an accent or whatever and i was just wondering i don't know if there's a question here i just sort of uh, i i guess i wondered i was just like he's so good i wonder if like he god no i don't know i don't think he's like kept silent and like was learning from ed westwick but you know what i mean i just feel like it's something i thought about it did you think about that at all um, think or, about well, I don't I'm not sure there was a question there. Think about like, like what what the correlation between it. I um no I, like, I I didn't I I mean I I yes I thought about the correlation between it for for the moment, but I just it was it just see it's a relevant storyline and it's true to things. Men are awful, so and that's right. his character, yeah, and, and just, he plays it well and. 
you know, and I just, I, I think that is, that is the greatness of this show is that it is just reality, but with superheroes. You right. Know? Uh, you know, anything that's happened in the show basically has already happened or will, uh, or, or can, I guess, not will, hopefully not, um, except for, yeah, the superheroes but you know i'm sure the government is creating something we don't know we don't know how many planes crashed that had superheroes that couldn't save them or you know laser lasered the the captain we don't know we do know multiple tragedies have been leveraged to make money for other countries or companies uh we do know that uh so uh and that that's out there um but hey what i do know is the boys is a pretty great show chase is chase is back Summer is over. Summer is over, guys. And that is... Uh, but we're still chasing it. So we're not done well, I mean, yet. We're always going to be chasing summer. I, this is, summer is, is sort of like the last summer, right? Did anyone... That's what I... Yeah, that's, I think that's exactly... I think we're all chasing summer. I think we all feel like we miss summer because, you know, we were inside most of the time. And it, it was different because, you know... It just is different, and I feel like we're chasing spring too, right? Like we didn't really, <laughs> yeah, miss all the fucking seasons. Uh, but no, yeah. but it's also, I mean, it also is that even when sometimes you're just so busy during the summer and everybody's on vacation, and then you know you just want that one last Labor Day weekend to yourself to do what you want. You just want to chase that summer. That's why we're here. That's what we're doing. And we'll right. be back uh, uh, with uh, The Boys Season 2 in a couple weeks. Still chasing all summer. All right. Still chasing that summer. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, where can the people find us, Darren? Uh, they can find us at Gossip Guys Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And they can find you where, Andrew? At Wandering Green with an E at the end on Twitter and Instagram. I've actually been... Uh, been doing the yeah you've been on your walks your walk what uh do you want to tell us about some of your walks a little bit oh uh, i mean basically i've just been doing a series and, and i just like i don't know i love to walk and that's sort of why that's I'm good movement is good anyway. yeah and uh and it's sort of i think how i've been able to make sense of my brain a little bit uh it's been harder than normal this year uh with all the shit that's going on and i just have been sort of going on these walks with certain intentions and, and they have random de- destinations thanks to an app called rando nautica uh and then i just write about them uh, and i you know i've been doing that you know once or twice a week and i don't know as long as it's fun i'm going to continue to do that i think i'm actually going to drop a, a sort of a movie series at some point too uh call it green screen that's right Ooh. Uh, ooh. Uh, so uh so, yeah, um, and actually... do you take a flask on these walks no flask, okay. just a water bottle. Water. I'm like Linus in his blanket, but like with a water bottle. Oh, wow. I always need to have a water bottle. Even if I don't drink it, I just need to know it's there. Because um, I could get lost and I need that water, you know? Uh, and also, it tends to be like 100 degrees. So, you know. You yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, hot. yeah, I don't know. It's been fun. I don't know if it's like an Instagram thing, but I'm trying to make Instagram work for me rather than the other way around because that's that's how that's the only way i could do it um so yeah it's been fun uh any updates on a meal and a movie uh i uh, we should be 
coming soon. Let's say probably like within the next month. I've got a pre-production for the next episode happening tonight, and then uh, production Ooh. tomorrow. And Delicious pre-production, isn't it? Yes. Uh, little taste. It is the the meal is uh, shepherd's pie. And there we go. Well, the movie. I told Andy. Peter's friends. It's on Amazon. Check it out. We really love Amazon right now, guys. We're That's another it. podcast because I was going to ask. Like, it just feels weird that a show like this, so political, is on Amazon Prime because it's like, if there's any company like Vought, it's probably Amazon. Um, but here we go. They're making money off of it, so they win. That's um, and that's how we we. That's what you got to do, man. Sometimes you just gotta gotta make a gotta make some money. You know, make a dollar into dollar ten and just grind yeah, it out. Jeff, Jeff Bezos needs that money. Uh, well, we'll talk more about Chase and the boys and all the awesome women in that universe next, uh, not next week, in like 10 days. Uh, <laughs> so we'll do it. Eight more episodes hitting today on Amazon Prime. Thanks for listening. Uh, XOXO. Gossip guys. Gossip guys.